The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. With the ninth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, Georgia. So last year, the Eagles moved up a couple of spots to draft Jordan Davis from Georgia. And now tonight, moved up one spot and snagged Jalen Carter to reteam with Jordan Davis on the line in Philadelphia. An historically dominant pass rush just replenished by adding not just the best, arguably the best player in this draft, the most potential we would say, but that guy just so happens to be the best pass rusher in this draft. That is one, Jalen Carter. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Philly Pod. My name is Stephen Conrad Jr. And I'm the new intro guy, and Victor Williams is here as well, the host, the creator of the show. But before we dive into anything, I just want to say you are at the right place because we are not here to talk about something in which we don't know. And shout out to ESPN and all these losers that run these uh, entities, these media corporations, that when the best player in the draft is drafted, instead of highlighting his skill set as a player, maybe, mm, I don't know, maybe talking about the college he went to, the high school, his his background, his skill set, let's talk about something that we absolutely know nothing about. Let's just throw him under the bus as he's crying, he's bracing himself with his family, everybody's around him, he's walking up to the stage, and all this time for people like we're diehards, obviously, we sit here and, and and break down everything. We watch everything. We we dissect the game. We dissect the Philadelphia Eagles. But for casuals, you know, the NFL draft is is a cool experience. And instead, it's it's nothing, nothing short of a CNN uh, nonsense weather channel, a bunch of bullshit, man. This is football. What are we doing? TMZ? Is that what you meant, TMZ? Whatever you want to call it, man. I'm so disappointed with that. Oh, man. Yeah, let's not highlight the fact that he's a two-time national champion and all his accolades and everything ah, he's yeah. done with Georgia. Now, let's talk about all the – let's talk about uh, everything, all the legal issues surrounding him and the character concerns that we are very aware of to this point in time. But the Eagles were able to nab Jalen Carter, who some had arguably is the top talent – in this draft, who many scouts had before Chicago traded back as the number one overall pick before Chicago uh, ch- traded back, uh, traded their number one overall pick to Carolina. The Eagles come out of the first round with two picks that I I, I couldn't fathom that they somehow landed both of these guys. I have no idea how it even landed this way. We'll get into all of that. But first, 
Welcome to the show, guys. Appreciate you guys for tuning into another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by thelibertyline.com. As Stephen mentioned, I'm your host, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms over at the Philly Pod on Twitter and Instagram. The content is is bumping. Everything is moving. It is an exciting time to be an Eagles fan. Just one season after the Eagles set a franchise record in sacks, franchise record in 70 sacks, the Eagles defensive Third line somehow time, got better. Third most all time. How do you you lose Hargrave? How do you how do you how do you replenish it? To, to 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 your word, Stephen? How do you get that back? You grab a talent like Jalen Carter, who I said on the last podcast reminds me a ton of Indomitian Sue. If you get a, a player that resembles that of Lions form Indomitian Sue, I I I I don't. I was hearing Warren Sapp. And what, well, they compared Warren Sapp's uh, decline in the draft to to Jalen Carter because Warren Sapp fell similarly mm. in that in that ninety nine draft compared to a. Uh, uh, a Jalen Carter, and it's just, it is just. We said on the on the podcast on the last pod leading up to the draft that if if Jalen Carter makes it past Seattle, the Eagles the Eagles are in business. And we were on uh, we were on a call watching it watching it together. And once Seattle picked Devin Witherspoon, we both knew that the Eagles were were open for business. And I said on the last show that uh, that uh, their their main priority is getting ahead of Chicago, and the Eagles just did that. Only sacrificed a twenty twenty four fourth round pick to move up. To move up one selection to take Jalen Carter and reunite him with with Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean, and how do the Eagles follow that up with number thirty overall? At number thirty overall, you get the fourth. You get a fourth player. You somehow add four players from a defense that won two straight national titles, and you get Nolan Smith, who a lot of people, including myself, had the Eagles potentially taking at number ten overall. Right, number ten. A lot of I people thought- have him listed as a top. He's a top, top he's, he's, he's a top 15, yeah, top top 15 talent. And it seemed inconceivable that he would fall they didn't even to, have to move anywhere to, to number 30. It seemed inconceivable. It was getting to a point once at like 23, 24, I was like, the Eagles should consider moving up to, to get this guy. And yeah, the fact that they stayed put, stayed put in number 30 and grabbed this guy. You got out of the first round with Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. You now have Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, Jalen Carter, and Nolan Smith. Like I said, four players from a championship defense that won two consecutive titles like how do you who how did the league let this happen how did the and i know they were saying uh uh nolan smith was was falling potentially due to the uh, the torn pectoral muscle that ended his season in 2022 yeah, but how he said pick of the first round though? how he said how he said uh after after the first round that all his medicals checked out and he's healthy remember last season with nicobe dean and all this medical stuff caused him to slide and now this year with Nolan Smith, either Howie is leaking like false medical records or like paying off Georgia doctors to release false reports or teams are just being foolish and just passing over these guys despite, you know, shady medical history. Like it is, I, I, I woke up this morning and I just, I thought it was a dream. I thought it was a dream that the Eagles were able to land both of these players. I thought we'd be lucky to get one. If you don't get Jalen Carter, you take Nolan Smith, maybe trade out of the, out of the first round, get more second round picks and call it a night. And the Eagles came out and and got both these guys. And man, this defense is looking is this pass rush is looking ridiculous on paper as as of right now. I can't I can't believe it. I still can't believe it honestly. Well, not only now do we have depth, which we had last year too, but now we have like talk about an awesome combination of like now youth mm-hmm. and a lot of untapped potential, as well as veteran veterans on the team that have been all time greats as well as guys in their prime, including, we would say, Josh Sweats in his prime and Hassan Reddick's obviously, in his mm-hmm. prime. I mean, there was, I mean, you could literally make the argument he was Defensive Player of the Year last year. You could mm-hmm. literally make that argument. Um, and I think that's the key here. Um, a, bi- a big 
something that needs to be taken into consideration in general, this isn't just specific to the Eagles. This is all teams when they draft players is the situation that they're coming into, regardless of position, scheme, all that stuff gets factored in. But I also think it's worth noting, obviously, I do believe, and I think you would agree, that Jalen Carter can come in and make an immediate impact on day one. For sure. That type of player. That's Unquestionable. Why, Unquestionable. That's why I said I wanted him. And that's why it's also intriguing, by the way. The running back thing is also intriguing, which we can touch on. I'm not, I don't want to harp on that too much. I'm really happy the way things played out. If you listen to the last pod, shout out to you. That was my preference, was that we would move up and do whatever it takes to get Jalen Carter. That was my first... That was my first preference, and it happened. We moved up one spot, gave up oh, a fourth-round pick. What's that going to be, another Wendell Smallwood? I don't care. Um, <laughs> but this guy's going to come into a situation where it's like, I would love for him to play a lot of snaps right away, but I don't even think that's necessary. We have yeah. Fletcher Cox. Oh, we have all these other guys. I mean, he's an interior defensive lineman. We have we just have so much, so much depth. He's going to learn from Fletcher Cox. I mean, I saw somewhere. Who was it? It might have been Ike Reese or somebody. He quote tweeted the video of the Eagles drafting him, and he pretty much said this feels like the Fletcher Cox pick way back in the day, but he has the potential to be even better than Fletcher Cox. And that guy is, I mean, come on now. he's a, He's been a foundational piece of this team for how long? I think I think people need, not that anybody's out there questioning it, but if you are, just know that this was the, the consensus top overall pick before the tragic incident and before he showed up to his pro day, nine pounds heavier, and this and that. This man was considered the number one overall pick. He was arguably the best player on that championship defense that had number one overall pick Trayvon Walker on the team last year. Mm arguably the bet like when you go and watch at this point when you go and watch Georgia tape you're watching the the Eagles defense at this point because Nicobe's in there and Jordan Davis is in there and Noel Smith's in there and it is it is amazing let me just read off the names to you Stephen of the of the top nine pass rushers on this team as of right now Hassan Reddick Fletcher Cox Jordan Davis Josh Sweat Brandon Graham Nicobe Dean Milton Williams who a lot of people forget about Jalen mm. Carter and Nolan Smith. What do you what do you what do what do offensive coordinators do? Offensive coordinators are gonna be in hell. I don't understand. And I I know that um I heard from I heard from a friend who was around some other league executives, and the minute the Eagles made that Jalen Carter pick, they were like, damn, it's like it's it's over. It's like who let the who let the Eagles like it's not even like it's a secret at this point. Everybody knows what the Eagles' reputation is. Everybody knows what the Eagles' philosophy is. It's build inside out. It's build the trenches. It's get a massive defensive line so that you can rush the passer. And the league still allows this to happen. They just they just, they just let Howie do it. And before uh, as as the, as the draft was falling, and we'll get into uh, like how how the draft board kind of fell. I don't know how the board couldn't have felt any more favorable. Than, than, than how it did for the Eagles. But when we were getting into the mid-20s, and I was like, dude, if the Eagles, if 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 the Eagles somehow come out of this thing with Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean and then Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith in consecutive drafts, I'll build a shrine. I literally said that. I'll build a shrine. I said that maybe maybe 30 minute, thirty to 45 minutes before the pick happened. I said, I will build a shrine of Howard Roseman. I'll build a shrine a of Howard Roseman. And now it's going to happen. We need to acknowledge <laughs> this man. Acknowledge yeah, this he's man. The, he's the definition. Yo, just put head of the table in your LinkedIn Egg, bio. No, it's just man Howard Goldman. I talk shit. I talk shit for forever. Marcus Smith. I talk shit. <laughs> Jalen Rager. I talk shit. JJ Ortega Whiteside. I re white Carson talk Wentz shit. Contract. Carson Wentz contract. He got out of all of it. He got out of all of it. Look what we the have Alton to show Jeffrey for it. Contract. Look what we have to show for it. The Carson Wentz contract turned into AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Jalen Carter. Howard Roseman, you deserve your acknowledgement. Acknowledge this man, two-time executive of the year. Yep. 
Howard. Howie head of the table, Roseman. You like that one, Vic? Howie head of the table, Roseman. I can't. I can't believe how this happened. I, I I truthfully can't believe how this happened. Let's let's get to how the board fell. So number one overall, Bryce Young. That was the one pick nobody questioned. We knew Bryce Young was going there. We knew he was the top favorite. Uh, it was it was going mm, back and forth between Stroud. All right, we're doing this. I have some comments I'm going to make. I look Bryce Young. To, a certain yeah. pick, but keep going. And then after the first round pick, then the draft really got started. Texans take C.J. Stroud. There was a lot of smoke about are the Texans going to pass on a quarterback? Are they going to just take an edge He's rusher? He's awesome, by the way. I didn't cool. know much about his character. I, I'm such an energy guy. CJ Stroud. Oh, yeah. He's a good kid. Very, yeah. very, very, very nice kid. But there was smoke that, man. The Texans might pass on a quarterback again. Again. And I and me thinking to myself, I was like, how would the Texans sell that to their fans? Like, how as a well, franchise, okay, how do you so sell that to your fans? That's the third QB they've drafted in the first round in franchise history. Do you know who they are? Uh, What year? Didn't No, no, I don't. Actually, one of them is from around here, if I'm not mistaken. It might be from Downingtown or Exton, PA. Uh, Matt Schaub. What, was Matt, I thought Matt Schaub was in a trade with the Falcons, though. Or didn't know. Did he start his career in Houston? Or did he start it with Atlanta? I, I don't know. they drafted him in the first I don't. I, I don't remember. Who's the Who's the other guy, though? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and here we are. How about and it, here huh? We are. Not bad, huh? Not bad. And then... The, not and bad. The, and, and then... For After a franchise that I'm not even sure has fans, by the way, not bad. Yeah, I, if, if I was a Texans fan, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be ecstatic. Right? That's pretty. Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude, how about it? Huh? I'd be, I'd be ecstatic. Uh, Matt Schaub was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons in the third round, so uh, uh, 2004 draft. So I, I knew the oh, Texans I got, got him afterwards. It wasn't a first round pick; just drafted QBs. Now. Yeah, yeah. So that Whatever. that's how that goes. But they they take one. They take C.J. Stroud, the most accurate passer in the class. Not not much mm. to his game uh, other than that. I don't but know, I man. think it's he'll a pretty develop. Wicked uh, form he's got there. I like. Yeah, he's the ability to become a very, a very good quarterback. So that's so so that's good. So and then the Texans trade back up to number three, give up a haul. Trade back up to number three and take Will Anderson. Take CJ Stroud and Will Anderson. You get the best, arguably Talk the best quarterback Hall, and arguably the best edge rusher in the draft and back to back picks. So very aggressive moves by the Texans. I think this is good. It shows them that they are trying to win, not that not that, that they are a joke of a franchise anymore. Yeah, I like man, a lot of the two things. Foundational pieces that two I would foundational say the pieces two on most both sides of the field. Positions in football, I would say QB one, and then edge rusher comes second or third. Yeah, definitely and both both can you premium positions. Your team, I mean, we pretty. Uh, well, we're sitting here. It's funny. He was uh, actually we were talking during the draft and you were like, oh, man, can you imagine if we were picking, you know, second and third? Like, imagine how that feels. And like we didn't pick second and third, but we pretty much acquired guys as if we drafted. Second yeah, and third in we got draft. two so top 10 sick, overall man. talents. That's that's it's that's pretty clear. Sure. The Texans and Eagles won last night, right? We would yeah, say very, those two teams. Very, very clear. I think I think Seattle came out pretty good, too. I like the I like the picks. They got Devin Witherspoon ah, yeah. and and Jackson Smith well, and Jigba. Those are dude. J, JSN with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That's going to be dirty. There was people talking about him as he started falling to come here. And yeah. I'm like, I just don't know if we can use another first on a receiver. We're still and Tariq Woolen, Tariq Woolen and Devin Witherspoon. Oh, that's going to be a mean cornerback tandem in Seattle. They're going to be very, very, very good. Number four overall, Anthony Richardson. I thought Will Levis was going here. They, they, uh, they. Uh, this they, is where I have a lot I want to say. About Anthony Richardson? I don't like any of the backlash, not only one that Anthony Richardson is getting, but the Colts. I trust Shane Steichen. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Class class act guy. Absolutely love and appreciate everything he did here, and he loves and appreciates us. He was nearly in tears in his opening press conference with the Colts, as instead of Unlike our former defensive coming out and talking about himself, he starts naming individuals <laughs> in the Eagles organization, right? 
Mm. What did you say? Oh, said, unlike our else. unlike our former mm. defensive coordinator, he showed respect yeah. to the organization. Hey, how was last night for you there, Gannon? <laughs> yeah, Not Gannon good, got was it? Gannon keeps getting hosed, bro, <laughs> like multiple times over. But anyway, I would trust. Look, I'm not saying like when you say that when you throw the term out there, QB whisperer, that's certainly a compliment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I don't know if I would say go as far as to say Steichen as that, but he's pretty good. He's mm-hmm. pretty darn good. And all I'm saying is, after being here in the Eagles organization, he probably saw Anthony Richardson as like, hey man, if we can come anything close to replicating that player and that skill set, hey, I support it. I back the move. I do. Yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense. He, you saw the work he did with Justin Herbert while he was with the Chargers, and if you can turn Anthony Richardson into Jalen Hurts 2.0, I think Steichen sees a lot of that, and they're like, I know how to make this kind of player succeed, and this is how we're going to mold him. You're going to need it. to be patient, Colts fans, and you know what? You better be patient because I'm sure they're tired of having 40-year-old quarterbacks starting, a new 40-year-old quarterback starting every year. And yes, yeah. Carson Wentz is 40. He ha- Age is just a number, guys. To me, age is defined by the mileage. Carson Wentz is like 45 years old in regards to mileage. So. Mm-hmm. This is where my bet <laughs> slip, I had a bet slip of five QBs and two running backs getting taken in the first round. I think this is where it all went downhill for me when mm. the Colts took Richardson instead of Will Levis. And I, cause I, 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 was, I thought the Colts would have taken Will Levis and Richardson would have went to like the Raiders or something. And at, the, at this point, once the Colts took Anthony Richardson, my bet was cooked. It was over. So number five overall, Devin Witherspoon. At this pick, this is when me and you were like, oh my goodness, they didn't take Jalen Carter. Yep. Oh my goodness, the Eagles are going to call the, the Cardinals. The Raiders are going to call somebody and try to move up. The Cardinals uh, trade back up, I believe, to take Paris Johnson, right? They traded up to number six to get him. Ah, yeah. Paris Johnson Jr., more protection for Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray. The Raiders get Tyree Wilson, who I thought was going top five. They pair Tyree Wilson with Max Crosby. That's going to be a nice uh, pass rush for them. Number eight, B. John Robinson. All the hype. This is where the hype died. The The yeah, dream was over. Fans were disappointed, the dream was I over. B. John's yeah. mom shows up in green. B. John mm. Robinson has green mustard. B. John's shirts were made. Didn't happen, guys. Didn't happen. It was a fun ride. It was a fun pipe dream. It was a fun idea to have him behind yeah, Jalen Hurts like, and put up 21 points happen, in the first quarter every game and punch people in the mouth. But then the Eagles mm. trade up ahead of Chicago Bears, give up, only surrender a 2024 fourth rounder to get arguably the top defensive talent in the draft, the best non-QB, maybe the best overall player in general, Jalen Carter. And I couldn't believe the draft board fell that way because I, I, to only have to move up one spot to do it and to only give up minimal draft draft ammunition next year where the Eagles are getting so many comp picks that they can give up five picks and they would still and they would still be all right they have so many comp picks coming next year that they said a fourth rounder I can wipe my ass with a fourth rounder you knew knew what they were doing the second I saw the you know the trade thing popped up I'm like yep it, it wasn't is. it wasn't even it wasn't even a thought at that point. Like the minute the trade happened, it wasn't like suspense. It wasn't like, oh my God, what are they doing? You knew Jalen Carter was coming to Philadelphia and reuniting with his former teammates. Carter, back to back college football playoff national champion in three seasons at Georgia as part of the Bulldogs deep the D-line rotation. Like I said, Trayvon Walker was a part of that. Jordan Davis was a part of that. Carter has six sacks, 83 tackles, 18 and a half tackles for loss, and two force fumbles he is going to be like like i said last last pot i see a lot a lot of a dominican suit in this guy's game he can be a game record this is the type of guy this is the type of guy that that changes games altogether for you can change an entire game with him along you think aaron donald think guys that just take over games and ruin game plans for opposing quarterbacks and opposing offensive coordinators i i couldn't ask for a better outcome 
in Jalen Carter, let alone what happened later in the draft. But man, Steven, just when you saw we like I said, we were on a call and, and watching it together, but just your 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 thoughts as the draft board was falling the way it did. I'm just happy. It's exactly what I wanted, man. Like I feel like um what did I say on the last pod? I literally told you I don't know when we're gonna be in this position. Yeah, you again. said Bijan or like, Jalen Carter. That's where you were at. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just a matter of um I wanted a truly, truly high impact and super high potential player. And I feel like this is something we didn't really highlight yet when talking about like his fit and everything like that on this defense. In in my opinion, obviously this Eagles defense was great last year, really good. Unfortunately, you know, didn't really perform the way we would have had hoped they did in the Super Bowl. But something that they were lacking, I feel like, was a lot of youth on that defense and a lot of, like, athleticism. And they got that with both picks, by the way, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, with, like, without a doubt. And it, it's super intriguing and exciting because you got, you know, N'Kobe Dean, who's going to be in the mix next season, who I feel like is going to add. I feel like the line, like, I feel like we've always had very average linebackers in regards to, like, speed and athleticism. And now, like, you look at this defense, man, there is a lot. Like, you know what I mean? We're going to cause wreckage all over the field. And... I'm telling you, man, this just feels, I don't really know what to think, man, because the, it's the fact that like, not only do we get Jalen Carter, but you sit here and it's like, he's lined up right next to Jordan Davis, who I think like he he's still young and I would say raw, but it's like, man, when those two like just put it together and they're going to be side by side, like, just think about that. Like we're literally going to control the line of scrimmage. Jalen Carter, uh, Carter said that uh, Jordan Davis was a role model for him. And I remember uh, re- re- reporting about a month ago that um, that Jordan Davis, like I hate saying like kept him in check because that sounds like he needs like a babysitter. But like J- Jalen Carter was on his best behavior when he was around Jordan Davis. And sometimes, as we all know, when you when you go through life and you transition into life and, and, and you're becoming a man and all this stuff. Uh, it's it's important to surround yourself with good with good company. You are the company you keep at the end of the day. And if you feel like you're you're the best version of yourself when surrounded by guys like Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis, of course you're going to. In addition to the talent he has, nobody had more intel than the Eagles. Like I said before, nobody had more intel on the kind of person and the kind of player that Jalen Carter is, other than the Eagles with with Davis and Dean in that building. And uh, and if you can if you can bring a guy in here. And have him feel his absolute best with former teammates and former friends and former 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 brothers that you already went to war with, and you can come and transition that to the pros. It was a no brainer for, for for Roseman to do it. Nobody else, no other team in the league had that kind of infrastructure to have yeah. Jalen Carter as comfortable as possible. And this is why this pick is is a no brainer for Roseman. This is why he moved up, and this is why when he did trade up, nobody it wasn't a shock to anybody that he did it because the Eagles have the structure, they have the culture, and they have the uh, the uh, the accountability in place. For players to, to own their mistakes and grow from them and, and, and become a better player. You know, the crazy part is, too, like, regardless, we felt that this Eagles team before draft night, we felt this team is going to be back in the mix. And we're not just talking playoffs next year, the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking more long term and I'm projecting long term. And it's just like, it's just unbelievable to me. I, I, I always think a few seasons ahead of time in general, like when it comes to offseason moves, drafting, free agency and stuff like that. In the back of my mind, there's always been some concern about, you know, a- save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80 percent lean ground beef for three forty nine a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink or Arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
eventually replacing Fletcher Cox, eventually replacing Brandon Graham. Uh, another conversation we're going to need to have, by the way, maybe Lane Johnson one day, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how he ages. Um, and these are all like some of the most crucial positions in football, but also the building blocks of the way the Eagles build their teams, you know? And it's just like, I don't even know. I'm so overwhelmed at this point. Like, it just seems so surreal. Like, we have a quarterback under lock now. He's 24. Like, at the absolute hardest thing. I, I didn't envision all, any of this, to be honest with you. Like, mm-hmm. just after that whole Carson Wentz fiasco, I was like, man, I don't even know if we're ever going to get that figured out. And we did. And now, for me, the attention moves next, in my opinion. Um, they can still draft best player available. But I do think um, I don't even want to say need, but there are certain things that need to be uh, filled. I would say, if that makes sense. And um, yeah. from the rest of this draft, they have the opportunity to do so, especially in round two. We'll see what they do. Um, my attention turns. I, I still think I, I think a lot of Eagles fans are getting a little comfortable now with Darius Slay being under contract and James Bradbury. But I do think the one position, and you can throw safety in there too, probably safety above it secondary in general i think is is a position that's been a little neglected in my opinion in the draft and i'm talking about getting youth and actually young talent not just a, not just these young players that keep drafting in the middle where they're developing them and hope you know hoping you know later down the line they can turn into players i'm talking about guys who can come in and here's the thing man i feel like the second round now like now second third round if they keep these picks it's the time to do that yeah, yeah, the second round coming up later today, and the Eagles got one more back for, thanks to the settlement that they had with Jonathan Gannon. Apparently, the Cardinals talked to Gannon uh, immediately following the NFC Championship game, which is supposed to wait, you know, until after the season's over. So the Eagles now are sitting at pick 62, back end of the second round, and pick 66 uh, early in the third round. So uh, they'll either, I, I think they used one of those picks to to move back for some additional day three. Because after those two picks, they don't have any picks until the seventh round. And I doubt they're just going to sit around all day on day three and not do anything. So I think they'll use one of those picks to uh, to trade back. So as the draft continued, you had uh, Peter Skaronsky to the Titans. You had Jameer Gibbs, the Lions. First of all, what are, what are the Lions oh, like? Oh, man. What, what are they doing? They have DeAndre Swift, right, who is literally a spitting image of Jameer Gibbs. Like, Gibbs is better. I think the better overall talent. But they possess the same skill sets and they bring the same elements to an offense and they signed David Montgomery I think a free agency so you got the three of them now you add Jameer Gibbs to that to that room they have so many other needs they add him to a room that's already solidified and then they draft uh, the linebacker I think Jack Campbell when they just handed their linebacker Alex Anzalone 20 million dollars so I don't know what the uh I don't know what the the Lions are trying to do I don't understand why you take I did I had no idea Gibbs would go at number 12 overall I thought he would go I thought he would go in the first but like the back end you know like like late 20s number 12 is is, is a he's a hell of a player but that's a hell of a reach well, who were a lot of teams mocking the Lions to take anyway I'm just curious I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to them they they just have always kind of confused me a little bit yeah they do they 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 I don't I don't know especially coming off they the season seem to that they reach did. a little bit I mean I hate to say that word but they seem to reach a little bit on skill position players yeah, well, I think well, maybe Jamison Williams uh, being suspended for the first little bit. Maybe that had everybody. Yeah, maybe that uh, in a tizzy. Some people some had uh, some people had them potentially taking a quarterback. You know, if Jared Goff's not the answer, some people had them uh, had them doing that. So it was just some people had them taking like D line depth, like Brian Brzee. Maybe was it was it was a pick for them? Sure, so, I thought they were going to go O line at this point. Maybe make a trade or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot. I don't know what the what the what the lines 
uh, ideal plan was there. Lucas Finesse goes to the Packers at 13. Broderick Jones to the Steelers. Will McDonald to the Jets. Uh, I am surprised I didn't see a corner here. Christian Gonzalez maybe pair him with, uh, yeah, with Sauce Gardner. Bit, huh? uh, Will McDonald was a late first-round grade for me, potentially second-round grade. I'm surprised that the Jets reached all the way up there to take him. Definitely not a game-changer, but we'll see how that works out. And then uh, the Commanders take Emmanuel Forbes, who I like but shocked he went before Gonzalez. And then the Patriots, of course, swoop in. Patriots, I thought, were going to take uh, a receiver, maybe. They take Christian Gonzalez here. That's just a smart pick by the Patriots, though. And the Bucks, I thought the Bucks were all in on Will Levis. I had the Bucks trading up to potentially get Will Levis. They say, forget all that. Baker's our guy. We're going to take Elijah Cansey at defensive tackle. And then the starts, you start, this is where the Nolan Smith like anticipation starts mm. to come in. You're like, all right, we're at, we're at pick 20. Nolan Smith is still on the board. Howie might want to start thinking about moving up. We get a run of four straight wide receivers. The Seahawks take Jackson Smith yeah. and Jigba. The Chargers take Quinton Johnson at a TCU. The Ravens take Zay Flowers, get another weapon for Lamar Jackson. I really like what the Ravens are doing. The Ra- If you're a Ravens fan, I don't know if you had a bigger fluctuation of emotions yeah, than you say, have over the man, last month. They've been in the dumps for the Potentially last Potentially like, losing years. your star quarterback. You lock him in long term. You get Odell Beckham Jr. Now you have Zay Flowers, who what is a 24 a, hours, an right? amazing a receiver. Love Zay Flowers. I, I think Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, and OBJ is a nice little trio Ooh. for Lamar Jackson. They finally got some people to throw to. And the Vikings take Jordan Addison, who is an, an extremely... Uh, an extremely good uh, compliment to Justin Jefferson. I think Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson are a very good duo. And that means the final nail in the coffin for one, Jalen Rager. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If there was any indication that Jalen Rager is not going to be a focal point of that offense, it is oh, the addition man, of Jordan Addison. Over, man. <laughs> yes, the Giants. Receiver in the first round. <laughs> the Giants take Deontay Banks, very good cornerback out of Maryland. The Bills trade up to get Dalton Kincaid tight end. Very good for that offense. Cowboys take Mozzie Smith. There was a prior report that somebody put out that the Cowboys were taking Nolan Smith. They had the wrong Smith. They took Mozzie Smith. So They're good so that they boring, didn't take the them. Cowboys. Yeah, it's 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 a good pick though. I like Mozzie Smith. Jaguars take Anton Harrison, offensive tackle. Bengals take Miles Murphy. So once the Bengals make their pick at number twenty-eight, you're like, wow, we only have one more pick before us. One of Brian Branch or uh, Nolan Smith is going to be available. Get me one of those two guys, and we'll 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 be on broad next February. I'll see us. We'll be celebrating. The Saints take Brian Brzee out of Clemson, and that allows the Eagles to make their selection at number thirty overall. With the thirtieth pick in the two thousand and twenty-three NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Nolan Smith, wow. linebacker, Georgia. I mean, go birds! Just put hedges up. That is uh, one Donna Kelsey, who was uh, announced that pick, the mom of uh, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, who announced the pick with Dude Perfect. Steven, you didn't see it, but Dude Perfect came out and did like this whole coin flip with like, oh, how do you pick between rooting for uh, Travis or Jason on game days? Now you can use this like overinflated coin to flip. And it was this whole thing to promote like YouTube TV or whatever it was. It was this whole drawn out thing. And I was super upset. Just announced the damn pick. But the Eagles grab another Georgia Bulldog, Nolan Smith, who's a bit undersized, that's the big knock on him, undersized, but oh man, t- t- he has, he's tenacious off the edge, very, very quick, um, very good in run support, I like everything that Nolan Smith is, and I would have been fine if they took him at 10, and they get him at number 30 here, and it's robbery, you can throw the ski mask on how we do whatever it is you have to, the Philadelphia Bulldogs have arrived, the Bulldog, and if they get Brian Branch in the second round, the Philabama Bulldogs have arrived, we're going... <laughs> 
straight Bama and Georgia players after how we ignored all of these kind of players. They were taking guys out of TCU and taking guys out of Stanford. And now how we said, forget all that. And Bama and Georgia options. is the only way to go. The Philadelphia Bulldogs are here. And this defense is going to be a force for the foreseeable future. I, I can't believe the way the board played out for, for the Eagles. Just makes you wonder, like, it's just so surreal how there's literally 29, 29 other teams, correct? Uh, 31. 31 other teams. I get it mixed up with the NBA. <laughs> with the NBA. NBA. The NBA has 30 teams. I don't know sometimes. I, I just, I try so hard. I mean, for the longest time, I tried to wrap my head around pretty much what you just highlighted. The Eagles draft, draft philosophy all these years, you know, prior to the recent su- major success that we've had. And then I try to look at these other teams, and I just, I just don't understand sometimes how players like this fall. It just makes you wonder sometimes. Obviously, you know, we... We're very early on into this. We got to see how these guys, you know, pan out and everything. But, you know, we we have to talk about what's going on right now. And at the end of the day, all the scouts, all the mock drafts, everything has happened. All the work has been put into this, you know, and the Eagles wound up somehow with this situation. And I don't even know, man, like, I just don't even know how they could. Just think about the last two first rounds for the Eagles in general. AJ Brown last year and then this this year just unbelievable, huh? Unbelievable. Uh, Would you say right now who has the most talented roster on paper right now in the NFL? That's all we can do. We can only Eagles. talk about right now. That's all we can do. Everybody's like, "Oh, you got to hey. see how they pan out." Shut up. This Eagles is a get... post first round draft reaction. Let's I'll, talk I'll about what's what. going on. If the Eagles get Brian Branch, like pretty much like the last kind of hole they need to fill in this team. I yeah, I no. <laughs> I got, I got no idea. Nolan Smith was a projected. I'm looking at like the mock draft database of where Nolan Smith was projected. I knew he was a top 15 talent, but man, people had him at 10, 13, 18, 14, 8. Some people had him at uh, 18, 19, 12, 10, 10, 17. He was projected to go in the top 20. He fell all the way to number 30, and the Eagles didn't even think about it. Howie did say they fielded calls. Uh, for the number 30th overall pick, I'm assuming somebody tried to trade back in for uh, for a quarterback, try and get that fifth-year option. Howie said, we're not going to overthink it. We're going to take Nolan. And now the Eagles have added a fourth Georgia defensive player in the la- in the first three rounds over the last two seasons. And as, He's the I mean, exact type of guy I wanted, by the way, Nolan Smith. Yeah. I, I feel like I should have highlighted that. I, I feel like I, I mentioned earlier we lacked that speed and athleticism and explosion, right? Mm-hmm. And... Would you say like he's comparable? You you mentioned Hassan Reddick. It's comparable to Hassan Reddick, yeah. Who's like who is going to be playing too? opposite? He's not of. really like a. He's kind of like a. He's a type of player we don't usually have. Is he's I'm like saying. a. Uh, he's like D Ford. Remember D Ford? Uh, he kind of plays sim- similarly uh, uh, to him. He's going to be playing opposite of Hassan Reddick, who he's a carbon copy of. I four three nine speed, hundred and ten tackles, twelve and a half sacks, twenty it's tackles be a for loss. Competition to see who can tag the quarterback first. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's not a matter of can you sack the quarterback. It's a matter of who gets to him first. Who gets there first, man? <laughs> At this point. Oh my gosh! Just put oh the whole Eagles gosh. starting defensive line as the well. If they still do, they do. I don't give a shit about the Pro Bowl. Is it NFC versus? Is AFC just make that I don't Eagles? Know, man. They have Pro Bowl whatever. games now. It's Pro it's Pro Bowl games now. But man, yeah, Smith Smith projects win. man a three a three down defender in year one. I, he's he's a run defender. He can cover two. I put out yep. a clip of Nicobe Dean uh, blitzing Anthony Richardson and Nolan Smith picking him off. And these four guys already know how to play together. It's not even like you got to wait for continuity because all four of these guys played at a high level and won two championships together. Having an edge defender that can drop into coverage, stuff the run, and get after the passer can't be undervalued. Somebody asked me on Twitter earlier, um, do do we feel like we're investing too much into the D-line? We kind of have other needs. And I'm like, bro. What? 
I'm like, bro. How do you watch you cannot, the Super Bowl and say that? Exactly. You cannot. You what? can never, ever, ever have enough pass what? rushers. We lost the Super Bowl. You know, field conditions aside, because we couldn't get to Patrick. You just couldn't get to yes. him. Regardless, you know, don't want to blame field conditions. Obviously, that had a factor. And I, I think Howie, man, What's I think the most I, I important think, aspect of of football, the passing game. Period. Mm-hmm. It's a passing league. You're throwing it and you defending it. Mm-hmm. Period. We're in, a, we're in a passing league now, and then, and the the more you can disrupt the quarterback, uh, the better. And I'm sure Howie watched that Super Bowl film over and over and over again. Sirianni hurts all of them, and said, "This is the reason why we lost the game. If we maybe if we had a Nolan Smith or a Jalen Carter, maybe this game turns out turns out differently. All you had to do was stop Mahomes like one or two times, and you win that game. And you just couldn't do it in the second half. And I I I'm certain Howie does not want that to happen again. If we get back to mm. it, this is not going to be the reason we lose. A pass rush like this is not going to be the reason we lose. We're gonna have so many pass rushers that the oh, third man. that the third string defensive line can." Start on most teams. That is what we're going going to do. I just cannot Are be we revolutionizing the game? In what sense? So I'm not saying we started this, but it's starting to become it's became a thing in the NFL for teams to pair college quarterbacks with college receivers or, you know, just chemistry in general, right? Former it shouldn't Former be a cannon. foreign concept. Like play with people we played before. The Bengals so, did it no, with no, Burrow and Chase. A bit de- I'm getting a little bit deeper here. You're right. It shouldn't be a, right. It seems like wow, what a wild thought to pair former teammates. But we're doing it on defense now. Like what an interesting thing to think about. Like you don't see that very often, right? Guys who literally won championships together in college are now on. Like, are you kidding me? Like it's just a yeah, wild thing. That's what I'm saying. To that's what I'm saying. The Bengals brought Ellis, the LSU playmakers, Burrow and Chase together, and that yeah. seamlessly translated to the pros. Jordan Davis uh, uh, was promising in year one. Kobe Dean flashed at times. Jalen Carter projects to to translate very well as long as he stays out of trouble. And Nolan Smith, you know, size aside, he's going to be a a he's going to be a He's so explosive that he has an explosive first step. He's relentless off the edge. I'm so intrigued. Well, I think he was billed as the most athletic player in the draft, most explosive yeah, player yeah, in the draft. Definitely, definitely. And on, on top of all this, Michael Parsons was sick about it. Michael Parsons mm. was sick about it. He saw the clip of AJ Brown telling him this man said, Man, now you got Reddick and you got Fletch and you got BG adding Jalen Carter to all of this. Dallas oh, fans gotta be sick. Like they get so like every time every time these clips of Micah surface, I don't hear a peep from Dallas fans on Twitter. They are silent. I would hate to be you guys. This guy loves the Eagles more than he likes the own team he plays for. Because he yeah, knows man. he's playing under a senile old man and a cursed organization. It is. It is. Why do you even see the draft reactions around Daniel Jeremiah? Even said, "Who's the who is the like draft guy you go to?" Move the sticks on Twitter. Daniel Jeremiah. He said, "I'm dumbfounded that the Eagles left the first round with Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Like you can't remember a a GM of a team that is on the tear that that Howie Roseman is on currently. Like you said, dating back to last year with Jordan Davis and AJ Brown and everything he did with the roster last year. Then you come in this year. You retain Bradbury. You retain Darius Slay. You extend Jalen Hurts. Lock him in." until 2028 on a very team-friendly deal, a deal that's great on both sides. And you and you go ahead in the draft and bring in two cornerstones of that Georgia championship defense. Man, I cannot understate what this man has been doing the last it's almost unheard of the the stuff that that Howie has been on. I can't, I can't, I can't. I know Howie's not the only guy. Um there's a lot of people that deserve credit for Jalen Hurts contract. There's a lot of people that put in a lot of work um, in that war room on draft day. So it's not all Howie Roseman. But this Eagles organization, if you want to look at at culture, 
and the way they run and the way they tackle contracts and the way the last few years they've been, they've been tackling their draft philosophy, a lot of organizations should be looking at Philly and try to emulate what it is they're doing because it is it is fascinating and empowering stuff that they've been able to do in the last few years. I should highlight this. Do you recall what Jalen Carter said to Howie Roseman on the phone when he was drafted? Uh, what's that? You're getting the best player in the draft. And let's hey, well, go win Bijan, Bijan said the same thing, you know. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Since when does a running back ever? Yeah, don't worry about it. But hey, we got dogs. Literally, Georgia Bulldogs. But we got dogs on the team, man. Dogs, literally. So I think they, they the Eagles took dog mentality seriously. Like Sirianni be screaming about dog mentality. Now it's Georgia, literally Georgia Bulldog they mentality. A once line that a lot of people found cringe. Where are you at now? So let me not let me, laughing anymore. Let me let me go down the list and explain to you real quick before we get out of here how Carson Wentz eventually led to the Eagles getting AJ Brown, oh Devontae Smith, Jalen Carter. What kind of and math Jordan equation James. are you about to spell out? I'm not so sure I, I'm going to run it down for you real quick. In 2021, Howie Roseman traded Carson Wentz to the Colts for a 2021 third round pick and a conditional first round pick in 2022. He also traded the sixth overall pick in the 2021 draft to the Dolphins to move back to number 12. Remember all that? We were all screaming about Jamar Chase. We're going to get Jamar Chase at number yeah. six. And then he traded back to 12. I remember <laughs> I was on the so way to mad. your house when it happened. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> like, why is this happening? To move back two spots, the Dolphins sent the Eagles their 2022 first round pick. Roman used, or not Roman, she's Roseman thinking about the dominant path. The highway is on. It's Roman like Roman Reigns. Rose, Roseman used the third round pick acquired from the Colts in the Carson Wentz trade to move up from 12 to 10 to draft Devontae Smith. You follow so far? The third round pick mm. they got from the Colts in the Carson trade, they used that to move up from 12 to 10 to draft Devontae Smith. The Dolphins' 2022 first rounder turned out to be the 15th pick in the draft. Roseman traded that pick to move up two spots to draft Jordan Davis. The first round pick acquired from the Colts in the 2022 draft ended up being number 16 overall, Roseman packaged that Colts pick plus the Eagles original first rounder number 19 overall to the Saints. Remember, they'd sent 16 and 19 to the Saints for their first round pick that turned out to be number 18 overall and the Saints first rounder in 2023. So to, to, to recap, the Eagles 16 and 19 traded it to the Saints for a future first round pick and number 18 overall. Roseman traded that number 18 overall pick to get A.J. Brown. In 2023, Roseman traded the Saints' 2023 first-round pick, which was number 10 overall, and a 2024 fourth-round pick to the Bears to move up one spot to draft Jalen Carter, who was widely considered the best player in the draft. So to, 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 to in summation, through a series of trades, Harry Roseman got off Carson Wentz. He got off Carson Wentz's contract and traded for A.J. Brown and drafted Devontae Smith, Jalen Carter, and Jordan Davis, all accumulated from the Carson Wentz trade. So people could say Carson Wentz was a. This was feels a, really petty that it's so good. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, like it's it's uh it's a, like it's a he crime. definitely has a post-it note or took well, that shit personally. It's not a post-it note. It's a giant uh, poster on his wall. And on top of, of all that, on top of all of that, the pick we all shit on, myself included, is now the franchise quarterback for the Philadelphia. Oh, I know. I know. How about that, huh? So you got off Wentz's contract. You got AJ, Devontae, Jalen Carter, and Jordan Davis to show for it. And the second round pick that we all were screaming that how he's a dumbass for doing this. You don't run your franchise quarterback out of town. You just paid him $128 million. Why would you do this, Howie? Why would you do it? Why would you do this to our franchise? Bam. And he's now 
a franchise quarterback. He's now well, not not anymore. He's not the highest paid quarterback. That lasted for about ten days because now Lamar Jackson. Hey, is the forget about that. And Burrow, I'm sure, will supersede that in about a month, and then Herbert will won't 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 be too far behind. So man, just a, a hell of a hell of a night in the first round. We're looking forward to what they do in the second round. Bring me Keely Ringo at this point. If you can give me Keely Ringo, the cornerback, and just bring all the Georgia guys in here. Uh, I know Keely, I know he's not the best cornerback, right? I know I, he I got think cooked we need a to lot. Break it up now. I'm starting to get a little concerned. <laughs> Might be getting concerned at that. Like point. now, if he now if he does it, it's just like a it's just like a game at this point. That oh, let's see uh, how we're many. Due, we're due for a weird Howie pick. It's going to be an offensive lineman that nobody's heard of, and I'm sure he'll. Pan I think out I think he years. really does go. Uh, it's 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 about time for an offensive line pick. Like. It's it's about that time in the second round. Hey, this he is, this has is... a thing for that second round, man. That Osiris second round Torrance? Is, um... Osiris Torrance still on the board? Very good. Very good player. Along the offensive just line. Think. Dickerson, right, was a second-round pick, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, and I was Cam very Jergens, pissed right? about it. Cam Jurgens was a second-round pick. He, like loves the, he loves the offensive lineman in the second round. Osiris Torrance makes a lot of sense for the Eagles. Wouldn't shock me if they went that route. Appreciate you guys for tuning into this post-draft uh, episode of the Philly Pod. Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith are now Philadelphia Eagles, along with Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean. The Philadelphia Bulldogs are here. They're going to wreak havoc in the NFC for a long, long time. Steven, let the people know where they can find you. Any upcoming projects? You're going to see clips of this all, all, all over the place. Where can the people find those at? Yes, sir. All over socials. Um, the Liberty Line YouTube channel. I feel like we don't highlight that enough. Obviously, this is the Philly Pod, but under a larger umbrella is the Liberty Line, which should be your hub for all Philly sports content. The website, our YouTube channel. You'll find video shorts, by the way. You guys are listening to the audio version of the show. We're going to get the video content rolling. Um, I'm sure you follow Vic on Instagram. It'll be everywhere, every social platform you can imagine. TikTok, Instagram, for you older folks. Facebook <laughs> Facebook Reels we were going to have to take advantage of from a business perspective. Yeah, man, uh, we'll tap into yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll tap into all of that. For the audio, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Be sure to rate five stars, leave those reviews. Each and every one does help with the exposure of the show. Be sure to do that for us so that we can move up the charts on uh, Eagles Podcast. So thank you guys for doing that. I am Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social platforms at the Philly Pod. A lot of content, a lot of articles. Be sure to catch those at thelibertyline.com because we are we are pumping it out. We are pumping it out. This pod will be up soon. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys uh, potentially tomorrow. We'll see how the second, uh, how eventful the second and third rounds are. We'll come back and recap those picks. Uh, but we'll catch you guys next week. If not, until then, peace out from the Philly Pod. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.